okay, I messed up uh, with my uh, little script. I was moving stuff around during the intro, so sorry, uh, wonderful fans. <laughs> Welcome. My name is Dan. I am the uh, mastermind behind this great podcast who changed something at the very last second. So anyways, that makes it a little more real, a little more authentic. Uh, welcome to Seattle's Eastside Real Estate Podcast. I am Dan Edwards, the uh, your host for this um, amazing podcast. And we are going to have a fantastic show for you. Let me just find out exactly what it's going to be about here. It's, uh, let's see, Wednesday. It's October 25th. Spooky, scary time of year with Halloween right around the corner. We are live on Facebook and YouTube. And we would love for your comments or questions live on the air feel free to uh, post your questions and if you are uh, so kind please uh, like our podcast and subscribe um, let's see um, also if you're listening to a recorded version of this please uh, feel free to um, rate the podcast you can find us on Apple Podcasts and beyond so let's see where is it that's what I want to do I finally got it the way I wanted it so I'm like looking here at my script and I'm over here all right um real estate enthusiasts get ready for a thrilling halloween show today um in our real real talk segment we're going to be diving into the potential pitfalls of selling your home for sale by an owner on your own um what we like to call as unrepresented seller um and then we're going to be joined by our good friend tucker maxwell for our insightful mortgage moment uh with all of this wonderful real estate knowledge you're going to want to grab a pen and paper and write down some notes but before we get into our um, mortgage moment let's explore today's real talk segment selling your home for sale by owner i have to admit before I was in real estate, I did the same thing. I decided that I could do this. It's no problem. I'll just offer a commission to an agent that represents the buyer and I'll represent myself. I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, friends and followers, <coughs> that I lost money. It's true. I didn't know it until much later, but I left money on the table. What I decided to do was put a sign on the in the yard and advertised that I didn't have any representation. You know what I did? I offered a 4% commission to the buyer's agent. So I offered a commission to my adversary and I had no idea whether or not the price I offered was high enough, low enough, didn't matter. But I sold the house. So at the end of the day, I got done what I needed to do. So here's the moral of that story. So pricing the home accurately, that was probably the first lesson is there's a high probability that a professional is going to dig into comparable sales and trends that are happening specifically in that neighborhood. So a real estate agent brings that expertise. And if you're considering selling by yourself, your idea is all about saving the commission, right? But what you may be doing is leaving quite a bit potential money on the, on the table. Now, the other part of working um, why for sale by owner could be a problem is the footprint that the real estate agent has now it used to be real estate agents controlled the book of business they had this big book full of real estate stuff and the buyers would come in sit down in the office and they would say hey uh what what exactly are you looking for and they flip through this book so they actually controlled the information well um nowadays of course that's all digital right so it's easy as a as a for sale by owner you just plug it on there but there's actually hidden markets and i don't i wouldn't they're not officially hidden but a good real estate agent with a great network not only of online buyers 
But online buyers that have been curated for months, for example, our team has a list of people that are looking in many different locations and their timelines are different. It could be when the right house comes along. It could be that they're actively looking and it's just not there. So when you bring a home to market on your own as a for sale by owner, yes, you are certainly able to put it on the internet like everybody else, but you're not necessarily able to tap the larger web of network that a professional with years of experience would have. Now, the third thing is the paperwork. Now, real estate agents practice the legal, what is it called? A focused legal part of real estate. It's, it's a, a specific segment. So we are um, experts, well, most are, are experts in the contract law as it pertains specifically to a buyer and a seller. What's more is it's not just about the paperwork. Anybody can fill it out and anybody can read the contract, but it's actually understanding how that environment, um, the current market, uh, the current location, the uh, challenges with a specific property, um, what it means in that contract, whether you're a buyer or seller, and in this case as a seller, what it means when a buyer either waives or pre-inspects a property and how that can affect your future, your chance of getting the next home that you're looking for. So in conclusion, yes, of course you can, like me, sell your home for sale by owner, but knowing now that you need an expert who can help you price it accurately, accurately um, help not just get it to an online search, but beyond to a bigger network and also navigate through the paperwork, not just writing a contract, but actually helping you understand what the legal ramifications of different types of offers are. In summary, if you're looking to sell and you're considering a for sale by owner, this is the type of market that requires an expert you should reach out, you should interview a number of agents and find one that is the expert for you that will um, help you not just sell your home, but sell your home for as much as the market will bear based on the current market conditions. And that is our Real Talk segment. All right, now don't go anywhere. We're gonna have a great conversation with our good friend Tucker Maxwell right after this short commercial break. The pest stops here. Green City Pest Control is your full-service pest solution for all your pest control needs. With an owner with 32 years experience, a board-certified entomologist, and rodent specialist, we do it all. Bats to rats, crawl space, or attic. Call us and we will resolve your problem. 425-413-9700. All right, we are thrilled to have back our mortgage expert, Tucker Maxwell, back with us. With six years of experience at Guild Mortgage, Tucker stands head and shoulders of a, in, in the top 1% of originators nationwide. His expertise lies in providing loans tailored for both real estate and real estate investors. Uh, today, Tucker's going to be talking with us specifically towards investors. Um, and we're talking about, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. He's actually, it looks like your topic is new home loan options for buyers. Is that right? New that's home right. loan options. All right. So I did hear, before we get into your topic, I did hear a couple of things that have changed recently. One is they raised the, the loan rate amount, loan amount um, for certain loans. Um, you could explain that. And the other one was that they're looking now at, at opening up more options for down payment assistance. So yep. before we get into our topic, do you want to address those two things? Yeah, yeah, no, those are great. So uh, first, the conventional loan limit, it was uh, currently for 2023, 726 was kind of the rough number that borrowers could 
you know, borrow, take a loan for um, with conventional financing, meaning three to 5% down, low down payment options. And that was across the board. And every county sets that loan limit. And so towards the end of the year, they start ramping up for the following year. And with cost of living adjustments, pricing increases, things like that, they adjust that maximum loan amount that we can borrow on a conventional basis. So that has been increased to 750,000. Um, we'll get some official number. It won't be 750, it'll be 749, 950 or something like that. Um, once the FHFA releases it, but right now all of us lenders said, Hey, if you want to borrow up to 750,000, we'll let you do so now. And then we'll deliver that loan after the new year. Gotcha. So that basically means that in 2024, that your 3% of, of what, right? Because a conventional loan, the minimum, minimum, minimum down is 3%. Is that right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So uh, it just means that the rest up to how much? 750,000. 750. All right. Yep. So, and that's by, for King County. King, uh, Pearson, Snohomish, the, those three all kind of follow the same, uh, same pattern. We will have a high balance loan limit as well, which we're unique. We are considered a high priced area. There's a few counties around the country where they realize that the home prices well exceed 750. And so we need to increase that. So this year, uh, the conventional high balance loan limit in King, Pearson, Snohomish County was 977,000 and some change that will probably go up as well we could potentially be borrowing up to a million dollars with conventional financing in 2024. okay very good all right so there's that what about the down payment assistance one yeah so um there's been a lot of movement in down payment assistance uh programs um specifically washington state housing that offers down payment assistance for the east side the state program one thing they did was they um took away their minimum credit score requirement so that's huge. It used wow. to be 620 and it was a, a steadfast rule. If you were 619, you didn't qualify. Now they've removed that and they said, we're not going to have a set in stone credit score minimum. We're going to follow what we call in the industry DU results or LP results, which is essentially a computer program that we run applications through that determine the risk level. And as long as the computer software says, this is a good borrower, we're comfortable with the risk and issues and approval, we can now do a loan for them, which is, is super helpful. So think of a brand new buyer, hasn't established a lot of credit, doesn't necessarily have bad experience with credit, just hasn't had time to really develop that score. They're now going to be able to get in with a 580, 590 credit score, um, no problem. Okay, so that's great. So based on all of that, um, obviously, what are the new programs for, for home buyers? Yeah, so the biggest one that I think we should be aware of is FHA's zero down program. So with the Chinoa fund, um, FHA is now saying you don't even need a down payment and that they will grant you this down payment and it's forgivable over time that um, as, as long you as you stay in the home. fund? Chinoa. Chinoa. Is that an acronym or is that named after somebody? You know, I'm not really sure. Okay. I, I didn't dig into that. I thought Research it was tribal. Yeah. <laughs> I'll write that down. Uh, but it's basically a fund that is making that that uh, down payment for for is this for anybody, any location? Tell me more. Yeah, it's nationwide. Um, any participating lenders that participate with FHA and the Chinoa fund, there are some you know some uniqueness to it. We have to qualify them, and there's there's some other factors. But it just what they're trying to do is eliminate the barrier to home buying based on needing funds to get in the door. 
So if we can hope you have good income, you qualify, you're going to make the payment. Let's help these people buy today and not worry about down payment funds. Oh, that's very interesting. I guess um, considering that the actuaries kind of see how appreciation has happened over the years, um, somebody in a home is better than than nothing, right? Exactly. That's, okay. that's exactly right. It's an appreciating asset, even if they walk away in default where the banks are, are comfortable with taking back that and being able to sell it for more than what they've lent. Okay. So what about uh, uh, programs that are available for people with just ITIN or without a social security number? Yeah. So this is, this is a big one too. Um, ITIN or ITIN is kind of what we call them. Those are for, for folks that don't have a social security number. So they get a tax identification number so that they can work and the government can collect taxes for, on them. And so it gives them the permission to work, um, but they don't quite have a social security number. So over the last couple of years, we've worked really hard to develop programs for these people because they're hardworking. They typically have down payment funds, uh, which is really unique. They just don't have that social security number that has always been uh, prohibited for, to do loans for. And so um, they're not necessarily brand new, but there's just a lot more talk about them. And a lot of our lenders, Guild Mortgage, all of our broker solutions are now offering those loans. Okay. So what's the typical makeup of a, of a buyer that doesn't have a social security number, but has this ITIN? Usually really loyal work history. So these are hardworking, typically blue collar um, folks, um, great savings, a little bit skeptical of banks just from where they've come from. They're a little skeptical of banking institutions. So we tend to run into some cash, um, but they're usually well saved, save way beyond what I see people with social security numbers that have higher paying jobs. So they're very financially astute people. They just don't have the social security number, which is kind of the ticket to the dance in a lot of situations. And so we, we basically can get around that by using their tax identification number because we still have a way to track them. Okay. All right. That's interesting. And then uh, last question. Um, there's this product out there called a reverse mortgage. Um, that, that a lot of folks have used in a certain situation where um, they want to tap into the equity of the house and end up not having a, a mortgage. Um, is there an ability to also buy a new home using that product? Absolutely. And this is massive in our market. We have a lot of people, you know, seniors uh, over the age of 62, that's kind of the minimum age to be eligible for a reverse mortgage that are sitting on, you know, three, 4,000 square foot homes, very low mortgage, if not paid off in full, and would love to downsize. But traditionally, we've always been, had to qualify them off of their ability to earn income, and they don't earn income. They're retired, they have assets. Um, and so what a lot of these folks don't know is we can convert the equity that they have in their current home into a reverse mortgage purchase, allowing them to downsize and get into a home that's better suited for them, helping with our inventory issues. And so there's a lot of negative connotation around reverse mortgages. And really they're, they're awesome. They don't require a mortgage payment, which is cool. So if they have health issues or something like that, they can just choose not to make a mortgage payment if they need to. And so it's just another um, option for aging people to help them age in place and maybe make some transitions and get out of those homes that they don't necessarily need anymore. Yeah, no, I love that. And I know there's um, been other discussions uh, in the past where people are like, I just, you know, obviously I don't want to be, I don't want to be in a situation where I can't afford it and then I'm going to lose the house. And so there's a lot of questions around the re reverse mortgage uh, product. Um, how do people get a hold of you if any, if they have any questions about any of these programs? 
Yeah, so uh, easiest way is to call me, 425-757-9202, or Tucker Maxwell. Uh, I'm on all the platforms, or guildmortgage.com slash Tucker Maxwell. All right, so talk to me about uh, your Halloween plans that you got coming up this weekend, or you got anything big planned? Um, I didn't get the invite to the party, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm actually going to do, I'm going to Dubtown Brewing Company in Renton. They're doing a costume uh gathering this Saturday. So it's a costume contest with the uh, uh, winner being announced at 9 p.m. So if anybody's interested in that. Um, what are you, okay, what are you going to be? I am going as a skeleton. Skeleton, okay. Yeah, so awesome. went the easy route with the skeleton onesie this year. Yeah, I was walking around the, the costume place. I, I haven't really decided yet what I wanted to be. Um, so I... I like I don't really get into it and then it's the Halloween and then it's like oh everybody else is doing it and now you're lame Dan you got a lame cowboy hat on right. cowboy, something like that so exactly. um, I was I Ted Lasso just, last year oh Ted Lasso yeah that's good that was a good one. um that's very good all right cool well uh for our uh listeners out there there are a couple of events going on it, it looks like uh, October 28th this is going to be at uh West Queen Anne Playfield uh, in Seattle and they're doing a zombie dance and it looks like it starts at 3 p.m. So you may want to go check that out. That'll probably be pretty cool. That sounds fun. Yeah, they're doing Michael Jackson's Thriller. So mm -hmm. that's cool. Um, Halloween costume, Oct a concert October 27th through the 28th at Pioneer Square. And that's a multi-genre musical experience, 20 acts per day. And it also looks like it's going to be at the Wamu Theater. So that's this weekend. Uh, October 29th is the Pirate Run in Redmond. That'd be kind of cool. So I am doing that. that. What's that? I am doing that run. Oh, you're doing that? Okay. Yeah. Are you going to do the uh, 12K? I'm doing the 12K, yep. Are you dressing up like a pirate or what? No, I think I might just throw on the skeleton onesie after the race. Okay. And then head over to the brewery and boom. Yeah. Do you think skeletons are appropriate with pirates? Yeah, right? Because in the first episode, right, they're all half skeletons. So That's what I thought. Just put put a pirate hat on. There you go. Or the skeleton costume. All right. Well, I hope you all have a good, safe, happy Halloween. We will see you guys back here the next. Tucker, thanks for coming on. Always great information. Um, and if you need any help with buying or selling or investing in real estate, reach out to um, us. We appreciate you watching.